Hello, this is another residual snippet. This is being recorded on the evening of the first day of workshops. Um, so I'm just going to share my candid thoughts on how it's gone. And really, it's been it's been an awesome experience. There's a, a lot to unpack from it. So um, I won't keep this too long, but I figure it's best to record this while it's all fresh in my mind. So I am in a workshop called JavaScript for Shiny Users. And I think at this stage in where I met with developing Shiny apps using the R language, of course, I think I'm finally reaching the point where, yes, it is making things awfully convenient for me, but there are times I'm just going to have to get under the hood all the cliches you can throw at this to figure out what makes Shiny tick. And honestly, it, um, JavaScript is one of the main drivers of it. So as somebody whose only real exposure to looking at a JavaScript console was trying to figure out why an app crashed for mysterious reasons, um, this has been a really great walkthrough in the first day of the different tools that are available and how even things like CSS and just straight HTML relate to this whole cohesive experience of being a, an effective, you know, competent developer in this space. So um, the lead instructor for this course is Garrick A. M. Uh, Bowie. I'm probably not pronouncing it right, which is embarrassing, but you know how I am with names. Uh, <laughs> he really uh, took his time to kind of build a solid foundation for this, which is something that if you look at a lot of tutorials about JavaScript, they're assuming you're coming from already a full-fledged software development, web development mindset. And sometimes we don't always think that way. And they also get mired in details of like which framework to use, how to trick out your IDE or things like that to get everything installed. But luckily, with at least this intro to JavaScript, everything that I need is available in a, in a modern web browser, basically. And I've always heard rave reviews of something like Chrome or Firefox's debugging console in JavaScript. Well, it's legit. Like, this is the first time I really put it through, you know, more than just a tertiary look. And it's really slick and i it's kind of yeah i'm still kind of trying to process all of it but it's really helping me understand how i can have the power to change the content of a web page literally in the same browser it's 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 crazy with just a little bit of snippet of code and frankly that also applies to css as well you can easily inspect to find an element find that it's like colored red and just change it to blue on the spot and there you go it's it's right in your face changed um, this has really been something to i've been wanting to learn for a while so i've, I've really enjoyed kind of the setup to this but it also makes me feel human in this sense that you know we're all starting from somewhere in our development life whether it's programming in r or other languages like python or whatever you're doing even, you know, IT development configuration as code, you, you throw anything like this at it. You know, when you're starting out with these things, it's easy to fail and fail fast. 
And there was one point in the in the workshop where he was kind of going to this more advanced section of how we can dynamically kind of loop through an array in JavaScript and be able to change things of a click of a button. And I thought I had everything down and every time I would click, I get this weird undefined error in the console. And I thought, wait a minute, I'm doing everything right. What is going on here? And it just took me a long time to look it over and over 10 minutes of this and uh, the gentleman sitting next to me who actually has a lot more experience in JavaScript, he's looking at it and we both couldn't really spot what was going on but we're going through doing a prints to the to the console log or you know the console log command and we're seeing some variables appear but then it's one of the silliest things you have to be very careful, and I'm learning this the hard way, of course, is that when you're using the functions like get element by ID and you're trying to select a specific ID, well, guess what? If you're using the selectors from how you coded the HTML, you can't have a pound sign in front of that, and that silly thing just drove me nuts trying to figure it out. But... And, you know, I'm even telling one of the TAs during one of the breaks uh, the story of, like, I, I just spent 10 minutes trying to figure this out. And she reassured me that, hey, we all go through this. This is just how we learn. And now you know what to look for, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> so it's always the, you know, maybe saying being humbled is a bit extreme here, but it's always good to see that when you try something and it fails, just try to persevere and debug it. And now with what I got at least day one of this course, I'm getting better tricks around how kind of I can go about the debugging process and to really start from the whole paradigm of trying to select something, of things I gave a certain class for, you know, making sure I have that all squared away the right way um but the example at the end of the workshop um it was really interesting in the sense that um it was a story of how when i've been trying things out and i give it a good attempt and sometimes i just can't get the answer i need googling around doesn't get me anywhere looking at stack overflow doesn't get me much well, at least in the R community, we have a very nice, welcoming portal called, appropriately, R Studio Community. Um, it was launched about a couple years ago. I don't know, maybe maybe not that long. Um, but I put a question out there because I was working on a project where I was building a Shiny app and it had to interact with an SVG of kind of like a human anatomy, just like a simple map of a human body just um, very plain looking but i had to make an application where the user could click on one part and the app would know what part they clicked on if you had a group of like arms legs head whatever and tried to make some controls in the app to do something to that area that i clicked on like change the color change the the size of the color being used in it um, little things like that, but to someone like me, that was just going crazy trying to figure out how to make that work with uh, an effective technique called modules in the shiny space. 
And so I put this question out there in our studio community, gave a couple GitHub gist to reproduce the example. And the, one of the very talented people in the community gave me a quick answer on how he could use the namespace kind of in line with the JavaScript selectors and all that stuff. And by golly, it worked for what I was doing there. And lo and behold, Garrick, the lead instructor, uses parts of that as inspiration to show us an awesome example of hooking up sound to a click event in a web, you know, simple web page that had an SVG of a drum kit and then plugging it into a Shiny app at the end. But it just goes to show you that um, you never know what good things will happen besides just potentially your question being answered when you put these things out there. Um, and so I, I feel like even over the years, I probably haven't done enough of this, but I'd say lately I'm starting to see, you know, really nice people in this, in this community portal be able to help each other out. And I'm really glad I didn't feel like, oh gosh, if I ask this, no one's going to know how to do this, or it's too complicated, or I'm too embarrassed to ask. I mean, hopefully, no matter what part of software development or whatever industry you're in, if there's a community that's sharing ideas, uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. Like it, you never know what it will lead to. And now the example that he shared with this kind of drum sound, you know, app, I'm able to take the principles he did in there and make the original app I asked about even better because I took some really horrific shortcuts of how I manipulated that body image, uh, lots of string substitution that would make any even moderately compliant web developer or JavaScript pro probably throw up in their mouth over it. But it, it worked at the time, and now I know how to make it even better. So it's like not only am I learning something new just in my kind of everyday work, I can actually take this back on a real project. So Garrick, thank you for doing that. Um, actually, I plan on talking with him for a more in-depth interview that will go on the, the R podcast, but that was a, a great way to end day one and just another way of trying to put myself out there a bit and showing that, you know, when I need help, I'm, I hopefully I can find the right place and the right way to ask for help, and you never know what it leads to. So that was a, a fun little end to the day. I, I got pretty excited for that. And then, yeah, during the reception, they had a book signing, which I don't know if other conferences do this, but good grief, I just got two free books. I didn't have to bring them with me. Um, and there were books I really needed, too. And the two people to sign it, I've, I've talked with quite a bit before, Winston Chang and Carson Sievert, really very appreciative of them writing these great books that are going to be my go-to references as I start looking at customizing interactive plots with the Plotly package and, you know, making sure my plots in ggplot2 become even more um, robust and know where to look when I just can't figure something out of a legend placement or something like that. So, um, yeah, so talked to a lot of people I hadn't seen in a while. Um, but, yeah, great first day. Can't ask for much more. And then tomorrow we have day two of the workshops. And then uh, during the reception tomorrow, that's when my poster is going to be up. And still some fine tuning left to do, which I plan on doing. But 
Um, hopefully it's well received and if all goes well, I'll get some things I can say about that in the future and where the efforts go from there. So yeah, excellent day one of this uh, JavaScript for Shiny users workshop. Day two promises to be just as fun and I'll be sharing my thoughts as I as I go through these uh, these moments and learning some cool things. So thanks again for listening and I'll check in probably in tomorrow or sometime soon. All right. Thanks again.